Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring us spoiler-free reviews, recaps, you sure? recommendations. You sure there. I never say it in the same order and it's very alliterative, so I get confused. <laughs> or oh, whatever we read this week, you snert. What, <laughs> what was that, Amy? No mistakes now because we don't tolerate mistakes on this podcast. It was written in bone by Simon Beckett. Correct. Well done. Which I think we should articulate is the second novel in yes. the David Hunter series. Correct. I engaged with this book, the reason why I picked up and read the second in a series, not that I think it's central that it's the second in this narrative, but I found it on a houseboat when I was in Amsterdam. Such, such a school way, school, cool way to discover. Yeah. Well, book. it was the only book on the houseboat that was written in English. Everything else was in Dutch. And so I jumped on it and was like, I'll be reading this. And my father-in-law was very cranky pants because... <laughs> He ended up getting stuck with a Dutch version of the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> and I was like, well, you speak Dutch. I don't speak Dutch, so I get the English book. And he was like, I don't read Dutch. I just speak Dutch. I was like, well, it's read unfortunate it for you, friend. <laughs> and so, yes, I stole this book and swapped it for one of mine and left one of the ones I had been traveling with on the houseboat and took it with me when we then went to Marrakesh. And then I left it on the plane and it's a crime mystery. So I was so oh, you never upset finished it. that I had left it. No, no. So I was so upset I'd left it on the plane. And I didn't realize this had such a narrative. Such a narrative. I knew about the houseboat. And then my husband, because I had my Kobo with me, and my husband was like, just buy it and download it. But the Wi-Fi that I had access to in Morocco what was so – It was. was so dodgy <laughs> that I was sort of three or four days into at the Morocco leg of our trip before I could – actually managed to fully download the book that I bought off Kobo. And then I finished it in like two minutes. <laughs> it was fantastic. Anyway, that kind of gives away my... It's a bit gripping, yeah. clearly. It's worth it's worth the effort for Kimberly when yeah, and finding then... out who did it. So do you want to do the spoiler-free recap then? Yes, I will yeah. do the spoiler-free recap for sure. So we are with David Hunter, Hunter. and he is a uh, pathetic... He's a high-level no. forensic pathologist. Forensic pathologist. Yeah. That's right. I knew there was something part like of it that bones. I could. Yeah, like bones from the Kathy Reich's books and TV show. Yep. And so he, there's a tiny little island in like the Hebrides. outer Hebrides, and it's this tiny little fishing community that has had a corpse found in an abandoned little hut, and it seems that the corpse has spontaneously combusted and burned the hut down. So the Authorities on the island are not able, are not equipped to try and mm. work out what has happened. And someone knows him, although David Hunter is quite high level and well known and blah, blah, blah. He's been Michael called in by a friend. So someone's called him in as, as like a favor, which is why he's attending the scene of this like, you know, small little community. While there, he starts investigating the crime. You get to know a lot more about the little fishing community. Some other deaths happen. And the big thing that happens is a big storm traps everyone. Traps everyone on the island. Dun, so it's dun, that dun. yeah, so it's that kind of community where it's very easy and common for you to be cut off from the mainland and mm. potentially for um power to go out and blah 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 blah. So that's what happens. And then we follow him as he investigates the crime. And if I tell you anything else, it is a spoiler. The end. 
Now, Amy, <laughs> your turn. I came home from Morocco and immediately was like, read this book! And what did you think of it? I read it all in one sitting. Mm. You, I completely agree with you that it was really, really gripping. I found it really gory. They don't hold back describing, like, Yeah, it is it similar begins. to the Kathy Reich's book in that way as well, that forensic pathologiness. It is very, like, the corpses are. But, like, the beginning of this book opens with a very visceral description. It's like the prologue of what happens to flesh mm. when it burns mm. at high temperatures. Mm. And I remember being like, Ooh. And so if you can get through that, that was like the maximum sort of... It is, because the rest like of it was not particularly gory. Like, the rest of it was kind of then not that at all. It was like, if you can if you can endure this, you're allowed to read the rest yeah. of the book. So I was slash, like... Slash, this is our Ooh. hot tip, is you can skip the prologue and then just read the book, and it's yeah. not like that at every corner. But if you decide that you like this vibe of book and you're going to read more of them... All of the books begin with like a scientifically yes. adjective full, detailed highly description detailed description of some kind of way people die. In, that's really disgusting. Yeah. And then when they describe the body, I don't know what Simon Beckett's background is, but he's clearly done a huge amount of research. So whenever they go and like inspect the body, I was like, ugh. But then the, I think there's only what, 100 people in this little town? Yeah, if that absolute maximum. You get to know a lot of the people in the communities uh, mm. in the community and I quite enjoyed because obviously in these you know the pathologist goes they're in the position where they're actually being like the detective they're trying unraveling yes the it's crime. always it's always highly unrealistic yeah. anytime I've any, ever spoken to someone who is like works in this industry at all they're always like yeah the forensic pathologist is not then out questioning witnesses. like No, but that's sort of he's chatting to people in the community, <laughs> yeah. and I enjoyed that. The ending was really good, and it keeps you on your toes for the entirety of the book. So it was really rewarding to read as an audience member, but it is a book that you don't read gradually. So yeah. Kimberly's Amsterdam to Marrakesh to the aeroplane method of reading this book must have driven you nuts. It did. And then when I lost it, I was so, like, as in, I think it has forever coloured my experiences of Morocco. <laughs> because you just attach it to... Because I attach it to such, what happened. to such yeah. frustration. So I, yeah. I was kept on tenterhooks yeah. as I read this book. I will admit that I was very reassured that it's a completely fictional island. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, does that place exist? Googled it. Really atmospheric. Yeah. Very well plotted mm. and well wrought. So I mm. would I would recommend it. I have never reread it though because mm. it was vivid enough on the first pass. Mm. Yeah. I did go on and read a couple others in the series. Yeah, so did I. I read the first one. The went tone, back and read. I haven't read the first one, but mm. I read the couple the first that came one was after. Also good. And they have a similar tone, but he's in different parts of the world. Like in yeah. the, the one after this, I think he goes to somewhere in America. Yeah. So you can armchair travel as you solve disgusting murders with David Hunter. Is that a positive? Sure. I'm, they should have that on the front of the yeah. book. It's, and they should also somehow manage to write it down in that very unsure, tentative way you just said Yeah. It. Okay. Well, what about Terrific. you? I, I don't know how you feel about no, this I'm, book. Look, Would you recommend it? Not at all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Imagine. She didn't recommend it to me. Did <laughs> that come across as sarcasm? It was meant to be. It was great sarcasm. Oh, well Thanks. done. Yes. Yeah, no, obviously, I really, really enjoyed it. This is my cup of tea in terms of books. I really enjoy 
this kind of book. And I thought that the mystery, so like the the whodunit aspect of all yeah. crime novels, I was really satisfied by it because I get annoyed. It's a good mystery. I get annoyed if you absolutely could not have guessed it because actually it was Sailor Pete who you've not met for the whole thing and he just turned up on like roid rage and killed everybody and that's what happened. And I'm always like, well, what's the point? of all of these other red herrings you led me on. Like, why? Like, because that's what you're trying to do is work out who did it, right? And so I liked this one. It hit that sweet spot of... Were you able to, when when it came back, to go back and go, oh, do you flick back I and try and it. work out? I picked, I I picked, picked the person who did it, but I didn't pick all of the the whys and the hows and the, that mm, kind the of thing. Stuff. Yeah, and yeah. the Yeah, so that, so it was, I found it really satisfying in that I was like, oh, yes, oh, but that's really interesting. So I really liked the mystery in this. And the other thing that I really liked was him. He was a really nice protagonist. Are we in his head? Is it first person? No, no, it's not first person, but it's mm. you stick with him. Yeah. So you're, I don't know, I can't remember what that's called. You're better at that than I am. It's not first person, but it is your, he is the like lens through which. person, omnipresent, or yep. whatever. I don't and know. I found all of the characters interesting and I loved the, the little town. I found that really real. So I just, it was a really easy, quick, do you know when I read this? Read. You'd been to Marrakesh and then you were like, Amy, read this. Yeah. And I read it in, I'd just come off a little outer Hebridean island oh, in Scotland so and I read it, which is why I think I have this like armchair this really perfect, yep. connection because I could picture the landscape yeah. and I love being able to centre a novel in a in It's a so much easier to picture it, isn't place. it? I see. I'm very much about the people. So I really engaged with the characters in this novel and really liked them. And then, yeah, while I was traveling, I downloaded all the I other ones. I wouldn't say you necessarily like all the characters. No, no, you no. You like the characters. They're all depth, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like real um, people. And I enjoyed, yeah, then diving into other ones in the series. Mm, okay. Even. So I have. I would say I treasure it. I go, I've gone mm, back and read this multiple times. Okay. I haven't reread, well, I have for this, but I don't think I'll reread because sticks in my head. Yeah. So I vivid it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that you it it doesn't fade. It is, like, and I've which is kind of amazing. Never needed to rewatch Fight Club. Yeah, that film it the experience of that film is stuck. But in my I brain. always feel like that's that's so amazing in this context with this book that, and maybe other people will read it off the back of this recommendation and will have more clarity around why it is that it sticks, but it's such a when you talk about it. I mean, I could list six other books. And six other authors off the top of my head who write pretty much the exact same story. And I have read probably hundreds of books like this, but this one sticks. So it's interesting as to why this one is so vivid in my head. I'm not quite Mm. sure why it is, but it it does. It sticks. It's a really, it's a good read. So get Your brain treasures it. My brain does treasure it. And then I go back and reread it and I'm like, yes, confirmed. So I do. Brain is right. Mm. All right. Well... Anyway, that's all we have time for. Thank you once again for spending your time with us. We are very grateful. And join us next week. We'll bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, possible recommendations for whatever we read. And until then, happy reading! 
And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.